0: Welcome to the Home Building Hub, your essential podcast guide to building your new home. Hosted by industry experts Colin Bischoff and Darren Brennan, this conversational podcast will help better educate you about all things new home building so you can avoid costly mistakes and enjoy your building experience to the fullest, no matter which home builder you choose. Hey there folks, Colin here from the Home Building Hub, sitting with co-host Darren Brennan for you today. We're going to be covering and getting into a bit of detail about what is a base price and we'll cover off on a little bit more information for you. So this is really for people who at that point of going through the quotes and things like that, we're going to give you different episodes that outline now the detail. We've given you an overview episode already of the main things you can find in a building quote. Now we're going to give you episodes that really get into the nitty-gritty of what those things are, okay? So today's one is about a base price. We're going to get right into that, Darren. Uh, but before we do, how are you going, mate? You good? Mate, going
1: fantastic, Cole. I, uh, I noticed you've ditched the suit, mate, but you've uh, got up early enough to get your hair done, and I did the same, as you can tell. So Looks, looks I, sharp. Thought I'd, uh, <laughs> got the hair done, mate, got the hair done. So we're looking good, ready to go, mate. Uh Another looking forward to another good episode, mate.
0: Well, we did do – yes, that's true. I did do an episode last week uh in the suit and tie just as a social experiment just to see what uh, what results we'd get, Darren, see if I could provide even more value to the listeners. Uh, unfortunately, though, it's proven to be – didn't make a difference. <laughs> that's the conclusion. Yeah, so I've got the feedback from – um,
1: the suit did nothing. <laughs> no, it, it didn't, didn't perform, uh, and it cost you a fortune by the look of it, man. It was pretty. That's sharp, right.
0: So. so we're going to have to, yeah, fund a few more things. I need your help now. So all seven of our listeners said no. It didn't make a difference. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how it is. But anyway, it was good for a bit of fun. Um, yes. So I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll kick into the serious stuff, Darren. I uh, will begin here uh, with the first question. Uh, and for you to answer so for people that are in this part of the process tell us mate what is a base price
1: well i'm going to jump back one step and say we've got a disclaimer better do the disclaimer i put you off colin That's what I've done. But the disclaimer says, whilst we're all about providing value to you, this podcast should not be considered as legal or financial advice. It contains general information only and should – sorry, and you should seek out independent professional advice on your personal situation before making any legal or financial decisions. Now kick off on your question. So what is a base price? So, yeah, base price really represents the price of that particular home design. Um. And it's it's represented by a set of standard inclusions and a base uh, floor plan. So I think, um, you know, I've always explained it that way to people when I've been, you know, sitting through documenting off, you know, what is this house? What, what's this number at the end, $251,000? What is that getting you? And that's getting you that standard set of plans. And it's getting you the specification list that comes with that. Um, and then that's sort of broken down a bit further, I guess, and we'll talk through that further. But it, it's, and and you know, it certainly is more complex than those two documents. But in in essence, that's what you're getting for your money. Um, I guess it's, um, you know, what's that made up of? Somewhat, it is, uh, you know, it's determined by the overall cost of materials, and you know, and the cost to construct the home, and that's what the builder's really looking at. There is. You know what are the, what is the real breakdown of that cost and how do they come up with that and and they'll work through that um themselves to to come up with a number that that you know represents hopefully good value for you but represents a cost that's going to cost them to construct that home as a as a standard house and that's essentially saying it's almost like saying it's floating above the ground column because they don't know you know when they create the base home what your block is and where that's going to be what orientation etc that's going to be so yeah you know obviously that takes into account um their builder's margin on that as well and um that's pretty much your base price as a a real high overview i guess colin back to you mate what's included in the base price
0: Yeah, so as we we talk about base price itself, it really represents uh, the price of a set of standard inclusions. Now, as you already said, Darren, there's a term that some builders refer to. It's called specification. So it means inclusions, basically, um, the standard inclusions, just in case you come across that term. Um, But essentially, the, the reason it's so confusing and difficult for people to work uh, price out from one builder to the next because different builders obviously have different levels of inclusions so uh, you might come across a a builder that has the most basic of basic standard inclusions and as a result their base price is more likely to be cheaper and you might have a builder um, I suppose a bit more like the strategy that that we use at H&L Victoria we load the base price right up with everything you need really no need for a promotion on top of it. Um, And naturally, that means you've got everything included that you need in the base price, but as a result, our base price is more likely to be much more expensive than, uh, you know, the first example of the basic builder, okay? So it doesn't mean one's right or one's wrong. It just means that there's a starting point and some builders start quite basic and low, some start really, really high, and then what you've got to work out is, okay, now I know what my stand inclusions are, what do I need to upgrade or add on via you know, spending on those upgrades or perhaps a lot of builders do promotions to get extra items, upgrades through kitchens and, and whatever um, you want to spend that that money on. Um, so that, that's the first thing to note for me, Darren. It depends on the different strategies that the builder uses in terms of what they want to start off with. And even within a builder like Metricon for you, Darren, some builders have different ranges that address different levels of inclusions as well. So you might have an entry-level range for a first-home buyer or an investor, and that'll only start with the real basics. And then you might have, like, I think Metricon has the signature range, and that will already come with a whole bunch of goodies that uh, essentially cover off most of the, as you'd expect, level sort of uh, of inclusions uh, if you're buying that higher level or a premium level range. Okay, so to help you understand how this sort of works, most builders will have a document, I call it a detailed document, called an inclusions document, specification list or standard inclusions document, whatever it's referred to, and it will literally outline detail of what those inclusions are. And in some cases, the builder might even outline the model they're using, like the type of tapware they're using, etc. whether it's a Westinghouse appliance or whatever it may be. Um, and sometimes they keep it pretty generic. It just depends. Um, But I think one of the most confusing things, Darren, for clients is to go through that list because it becomes very complex, confusing. It's full of jargon, like there's certain things that people don't necessarily understand what it even means, but it's still listed in the specification document. Um, So what, what I'd suggest as a quick tip as we go through this is read your detailed specification document, of course, that represents what you get as standard in that floor plan you're looking at. Um, or that home design range you're looking at, but also request to see if there's a virtual tour or uh, an an image-based document that represents those standard inclusions. So they're there used to be not many dazs but I think most builders have those now, so there 's like a nice marketing material either online or, or physical one you can go through it 's basically got a picture of a standard kitchen and it 'll have like what we call call outs you know so number one that that 's the appliance you get number two that 's the tap where you get number three that you get Caesar stone or whatever it is okay so that Ask your consultant or your builder for something like that because that, that would be really helpful to give you for people who are more visual than detailed because everyone's a little different. That will help you understand, okay, that's that's my starting point. That's what I get as standard, and now that will help you then understand, well, what do I need to add on top to meet my needs and wants list? Okay, so they're probably uh, the main – that's probably the main thing you got to look for. Um, what else have I got here? Uh, which is sort of covered. I like your idea, Darren, the house hovers above the ground because one thing to understand is that the, the builder can only price the, the, the inclusions that are in the house um, or, or to the cost to construct those or, or for the materials and the labour. They can't price up things like site costs because it varies block to block. They also can't necessarily include things like estate covenants or requirements that you need on or in your house at that estate. So it might be recycled water or water tanks are needed in the estate you're going to build in. The builder doesn't usually, some do, but most don't include those as standard items because they're not necessarily required or at the very most they don't know if they're required at the time they're, you know, pricing up the standard home. Okay, so hopefully that all makes sense. Um,
1: what else can we add there, Daz? I think a couple of things that um, certainly people can do too. If they If they are visiting a display home, they can ask the, consultant there to take them on a tour through the home and and actually show them the standard items so they can certainly do that, um, which is a good way to go. Um, And also if you're going to a colour studio, um, to do a color selection. So some people choose off color boards. So you may not get that opportunity, but usually the color boards will give you pretty clear direction of the, the items you're going to actually get. Um, but if you're going to go into a color studio, it might be worth getting a, a tour to understand what that looks like. And again, some builders will or won't offer that. So it's, you know, ask the question and it's, if it's something that's going to help you make a buying decision, you know, and feel more comfortable about what you're doing, then, then ask to do a tour if that's available. Um, I think it's also really worth noting that within the builder's standard range, the actual choosable items can vary quite a bit too. So one builder might offer two standard bricks. So they say, you know, we include a standard range of bricks, but you get two bricks. And the next builder might include eight or ten bricks. So, you know, again, their base price might be slightly higher, but they're offering more choices within that. The same can apply for stuff like roofing. So some builders will include um, roof tiles in you know, one style in three or four colors and the next builder offer, you know, roof tiles in three styles in 10 different colors. So you've got much more choices. And then the next builder offers those same choices plus color bond all included in the base price. So it's worth understanding the different choices that are available there for that customer. Same can be with stone bench tops. You might have one or two colors that are included or if it's even included in a promotion, It might only have one or two colours. The next builder's offering eight or ten colours. So their standard range varies, Mm. you know, as well. So I guess it's just asking more questions so that you feel more comfortable about what you're going to get so that you don't get a few surprises later um, down the path. So it certainly can help in that that fashion. Um this, as I mentioned, you know the standard inclusions varies a lot between builders. So, yeah, and and also the promotions, if they're offering a promotion, can vary a lot between builders. So, you know, that's why it becomes so difficult to compare hmm. apples to apples. You know, and and if you were to compare Metricon's prior, you know, offering to House and Land Vix offering, they're going to be vastly different just in how they present you know Mm -hmm. so um it it can be really difficult and i guess it's not just judge the builder on one thing so if it's just on price don't just judge on price you know or or any one component you really need to factor in the total price so what does that overarching value get it's a bit like when you buy a cheap airfare you know you can buy the the fifty nine dollar ticket from melbourne to sydney but you can't get bags the tv doesn't work you don't you know you don't get uh any meals or drinks along the way but then you jump on a contest and all that's included but the ticket's 120 bucks so it's just you know trying to understand what are the, the total that you're going to get um and making sure that you're happy and you know Pardon me. It's, I guess it's really important to pick the builder that you trust. Mm. So in the end, you know, price isn't everything, you know, and, and I would say Colin, for me, there's really four key factors. So you want to trust, you want to number one, get the floor plan you want, like absolutely be trying to get the floor plan you want at a price you can afford, right? But you also want to make sure you're, you're comfortable with the builder and you also want to be really comfortable with the person that's servicing you from that builder at the point of sale. So if you can get all those four, you know, and if I gave them a rating out of 10, if all of those four items are seven and above, you know, out of 10, then you're really in the right place to be having a great conversation about building your home with that builder. If you're below seven, you probably want to ask more questions so either you can move above seven or realise that you're never going to get above seven and don't go with that builder. So, so you know, floor plan, price, consultant and builder are the four most important factors to make sure that you end up with a great home and a great building journey for me. Um, I guess to finish off, there's a list of items um, that you should – uh, be looking for, you know, and, and these are not limited to, but, but these would be some of those. Some some of the internal items would be flooring. So if the builder's providing flooring, what are you getting and where are you getting it? Um, higher ceilings again? You know, most builders will start their homes with a 2400 or 2440 ceiling height. So an eight foot ceiling. Um, are you, are you after higher ceilings? Does it include higher ceilings? Again, um, be mindful of that down lights are they included, not included? How many do you want? um cooling you know is it included not included what sort of cooling do you want um cabinets to your laundry so if you're wanting cabinets in your laundry rather than a metal trough or a plastic trough that's there um it's certainly worth um you know understanding what's coming as standard and if you need to upgrade that if it's picked up in a promotion. Um, In the kitchen, en suite and bathroom, things like stone bench tops, are you wanting it just to the kitchen? Are you not wanting it all? Is it not important? Are you wanting your bathrooms, en suite, you know, um, WCs, etc. Overhead cupboards in the kitchen, some builders include them, some builders don't, so be mindful of that. Um, a dishwasher, likewise, again. Towel rails, toilet roll holders, that's one for me I would say even if they're not included, get them included. Because there's nothing worse than you trying to hang them on the wall and they're flimsy and and no good, whereas the builder will put a noggin in, they'll be installed correctly, they'll be there for a long, long time and not be wobbly on the wall. So that's one mistake I've made when I built was not getting those done. Um, Privacy glass to en suites and bathrooms, so that frosted glass, if that's something that's important to you, um, you may want um, to make sure that that is included, um, again, either in the promotion or not. Maybe a few from you, Cole.
0: Yep. Before I do, there's a couple of terms there. So WC uh, you mentioned is water closet, like uh, basically a toilet as such, um, and nogging, um, that's a bit of timber that's put in the frame to support a tower rail or a towel rail holder. Um, I only raise that because one of the episodes we're going to bring to you very soon is essentially you know, 15 or 20 builder terms in 15 or 20 minutes just because we're starting to get some feedback from people say that we do gloss over some terms, and we didn't realise we we're sort of doing that. So we'll try our best to, to keep it uh, nice and simple and explain these terms as we go along. Um, the, I guess for me, uh, we're going to talk about some items that you should consider uh, externally and also turnkey items. And naturally, uh, given the diff- different businesses we're in, Darren, uh, our business does provide full turnkey. Most builders actually don't do that. Um, so it's something that just to keep in mind. But the, the external items, the choice of facade, which is going to be the topic of our next uh, episode, the facade that you choose is definitely something to to make sure that you're happy with. Um, and there's some standard ones and some upgraded ones. The brick above windows is, is a common one. So a lot of if builders are really doing the basic of basics and, and keeping the base price really, really cheap. Then a lot of the, time they'll only have the the sort of infill panels above the windows not necessarily bricked above Um, won't make a difference probably at the end of the day but it it does look a lot better to have those bricked across the top Um, so it's one thing that that some people do miss fly screens and you know things like that sliding doors uh, having uh, fly doors with them as well is not very common for that to be standard so that's something to look at fly screens are commonly standard I suppose these days but yeah the actual sliding door um, that that's uh, you know out to the alfresco, for example, it's not very common for a for a fly door to be bolted on as standard as well. External lighting is something to look at. I think a floodlight outside the laundry or perhaps out the back, uh, if you've got an alfresco or, or, or out the back door there. Remotes to garage more commonly standard, but something to be mindful of as well. Um, the last set of items I'd like to probably just make people aware of are turnkey items. Now, front and rear landscaping. Uh, that's what turnkey realistically means the items to you know uh, you get the keys you walk in turn the key and you're done you don't have to do anything else so some of those are front and rear landscaping completed uh, fencing and a gate completed driveway and path which is something that builders for the most part will do the driveway and path component absolutely letterbox and clothesline is another couple there um, and then blinds throughout they're probably the key um, turnkey items that We would include ourselves, Darren, as standard, whereas most builders don't include them um, at all, and some who do include them, they would have to upgrade those as well. So, um, yeah, there's a list of four sets of categories. um, Yeah,
1: Go. Probably on that turnkey item too. Uh, And, and again, if you can get your builders to do it, I'd suggest doing so Is a TV antenna. Um, And, again, it just means you can move in. It's working straight away. You can have your telly on up and running and um, and yeah. it's installed and, and warranted by the builder then, yep. which I think is great, particularly given it's going to penetrate your roof space. So
0: Yeah, so hopefully that list helps you guys. Um, I think just to finish this off, Darren, realistically, please understand that base prices uh, are completely different uh, based on the inclusions. Just to summarise this, the inclusions you get for that standard plan represent you know, the base price represents that. Some builders choose to start low, some builders choose to start high and include a lot more upfront as standard. And, and once you pass that point, you've got to then work out based on your needs, your wants and your budget, are you going to uh, need, you know, a lot of builders have a promotion. So, again, take advantage of the promotion if it includes a, you know a pack of kitchen upgrades, for example, then realistically the builder who's priced up their base price has backed it in. The price of their promotion which means that they are also essentially whilst they're giving you a standard level down low they've also factored in a bit of a promotion there and a bit of money to allow you to upgrade some things for free for example okay so there's so many different promotions and that's why we say don't get hung up on one item don't get one uh, hung up on one component you need to look at the overall quote for what it's worth and like Darren said there's also the consultant the floor plan the builder um, not just the price, okay? So that's probably for me to wrap it up, Daz. That, that's what I'd say. Um, do you have anything else to to add
1: to it? No, nah, not at all, Cole. I think um, I think that sort of covers it pretty well, I guess. If you've got any questions and you want to, you know, and we haven't answered those for you today, by all means, uh, jump on our website and shoot us a message. Um, we'd be really happy to come back to you with any questions you've got yep. that might help you through your building journey. We, you know, we're we're there to help, so we're we're more than happy to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's good, and we're starting to get a few of those questions come through, which is nice. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so let us know. If you, if you want to know a bit more about myself and Darren, jump back to the first episode. It's an introduction to us, who we are, our background, our experience, and what the podcast is all about uh, rather than us keep covering that each time. If you like what you're listening to, please jump on, give us a five-star review, uh, and also the fee of the podcast, which we usually share, is that we just ask you to pass it on to someone, share it with someone who can get some value out of it as well. Um, that's really important to us and other than that i think we can wrap this one up darren awesome cole short and sharp yep beautiful good on you mate well thanks for joining Daz, and thanks for listening everyone we'll see you on the next one